Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. Hello and welcome to Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. I'm your first co-host, Sarah Musak. I am your second co-host, Michael Short. I am a co-host also. I'm Aaron Gold. <laughs> and I am your fourth co-host, Natalie Lopez. Awesome. Welcome back, everyone. We are on episode eight of season one of X-Men the Animated Series, The Unstoppable Juggernaut. And just as a heads up for anyone who hasn't watched the episode recently, it plays really fast and loose with time and locations, which we're gonna we're gonna talk about as we get into it. So we at the at the top of things, we get our previously on, of course. We find out about Genosha. Gambit is a traitor question mark. And the school's been destroyed. So we are all set up for our episode. And we start with uh, the Blackbird, right? Coming back from Genosha. And Cyclops, again, is not having luck with the phone service. <laughs> Someone better remind him not to buy stock in Genosha phone service. 100%. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, one of my favorite moments is that, you know, the X-Men have quote-unquote advanced technology. So it says on the screen in the Blackbird, Blackbird to mansion dialing. I love that because often when I'm calling someone, I don't know where I am. So it's nice Fair. to have a little reminder. It's a, yeah, it's like not only like caller ID, but it's like like your own ID also. <laughs> like to do yeah, just a like, little check in with reality. It's nice. And then he mm -hmm. gets a no response message. And I, I one of the things I love is that Cyclops says, that's odd. You know, like like they like Xavier always pays always takes my calls. What's going on? Yeah, he doesn't have a life. Then things pick up immediately, right? Because Wolverine is using his claw as a toothpick. Yeah, wow, I noticed that. Which that was amazing. If you've got a healing factor, what? Uh, why not? What's the risk, yeah. right? Yeah. My my. Uh, <laughs> Chip a tooth or, you know, scratch a gum. But the, we, yeah, we, this adamantium, that would absolutely chip a tooth, <laughs> wouldn't it? It really would. It really would. And then he has the, the sick burn. Think you can land this tub yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a jerk for no reason out oh, of that. Oh, you know. there's a reason. He wants to fuck his wife. <laughs> that was my <laughs> that my first note for this episode was, why is Wolverine always a pissant or a hero? But never in between. Never in between. No, he's all is that just Is that standard? Okay. Yeah, no, that's that checks out. And so, and so what's also interesting here is that apparently the line at the end of the previous episode, it can't be when they see that the mansion has been destroyed, was mise-en-scene. And we got the beginning of the scene at the beginning of this episode that right, we yeah, get, yeah. it can't be again. <laughs> and Logan pulls on his mask because it is business time <laughs> Logan also plays fast and loose with his costume this episode oof does ooh. he <laughs> yeah true fact true fact uh Gene continues not to pass the Bechdel test by asking what if the what if the professor's in there also yeah, mm -hmm. yeah go ahead uh, I, I love that we are uh doing the true feminist thing and blaming the woman character for not passing the Bechdel test. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Let's put it all on her. On her, yep. I don't think, yeah, no. Hmm, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, 
I know what Sarah's trying to say, though, so I don't think yeah. that what you're saying is very fair, Aaron. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, it's not. <laughs> but hey, neither is sexism. Okay. So, <laughs> so they, they, I'm, I'm just going to move us right along. So there's, there's a dig through the rubble, right, of the mansion, and we get the great line from Wolverine, come on, professor, stop playing around. <laughs> like the professor... Destroyed the mansion himself, but is like, oh, they're going to find me. (laughs) Epic hide and seek. Okay, okay. I'm under this pile of rubble Uh, over here. Okay, you got me. Being a little naughty, come and find me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Michael, you've got a a tiny daughter. Do you play hide and seek games with her? Uh, We do, but she doesn't quite comprehend how the game works in the sense that she will often tell me to go hide. And tell me where to go hide. <laughs> so I do. Um, and then if she goes and hides, she tells me where she is going to go hide. And mm-hmm. and then she does. And then she goes, I'm going to hide again. And she'll go hide in the same spot. And I'm like, I keep trying to impress. She's three and a half. So mm-hmm. it's okay. So pretty slow. Pretty <laughs> slow. <Hey. laughs> Like, I mean, hey, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. You got a dumb daughter. Judgy. No. No. <laughs> Wow. Oh, uh, I feel like we're on a comedy fired. podcast, Aaron. <laughs> See, I was reminded of, so when I was a kid, I would hide in in my own bed under the covers. Um, nice. And my dad would do a bit of like, oh, no, where's Sarah? There's yes, a lump in the well. bed. Yes. Lump, you have to <laughs> leave. And then he would try and like massage me out of the bed to like make the lump go away. And, uh, I think yeah. our dads took the same classes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, in in seeksmanship. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. 100%. As the dad cur- currently doing that, uh, we, we just instinctually know to do it. It's Fantastic. Just, uh, wow. It's deep down. Yeah. So it makes sense why magic. Wolverine would think the professor is also doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Michael, how many tons of rubble does your daughter hide under when you go oh, to play? Oh, uh, easily, easily two to three tons. So. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Storm gets... <laughs> Standard. So, mm-hmm. so just back with our hero, Storm gets real dramatic about it, right? Eye close up, again, eye close up, costume change, wind, aid my hands. <laughs> and one of my favorite things about this storm is her always announcing what she's doing. Yeah, I love that Storm is always performing for the people in the back row. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. The voice and modulation is superb. It's beautiful. And Cyclops, so it's not Cyclops' fault, right? But he does have this line, no damage to the hangar area. And apparently the war room is also okay. So whichever rooms they needed for this episode were not damaged, but it appears that the whole mansion has been destroyed. Uh, yeah. If it's any, if the mansion layout is similar to the game X-Men Legends 1, uh, <laughs> okay. then this is because they are in the sub-basement. Right. Okay. The hangar is never... in the sub-basement. Because wasn't yeah. it under the pool? Yes. Also... Isn't that just another basement? Yeah. Oh, a sub bit. Yeah. 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 That's just that's fair. Basement. You're saying like yeah. that. That's a, you're saying it like that's a revelation. Uh... No, it just always bothered <laughs> me, and I haven't thought about that game in years. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aside from being the most satisfying boss battle I've ever partaken in. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Which one was? Which one was that? Ma- uh, the final one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the final. The final boss of it. 
No name. Just uh, the All right. <laughs> it's Master Mold. Thank you. That's a big surprise. And uh, it's like. Oh, well, yeah. thanks a lot. Oh, sorry, I spoiled Michael it. Michael Short ruined it. <laughs> this game that's been out for 30 years. 25. Okay. <laughs> and I probably won't play it, but I'm still outraged. It's only been a quarter century, friends. So Cyclops is in the warm room and says, uh, uh, portentously. There, you can't fight in here. Oh, sorry. We, yeah, no, right, right. After that, after that, he says, we found something. And then we have a commercial break. That's why the war room wasn't destroyed. Juggernaut knew. Oh, you his, can't fight uh, in the war room. There's no fighting in references, there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Ironic. It needed title. to survive. <laughs> It needed to survive. So when we come back from whatever commercials for Dunkaroos we might have been watching, <laughs> for Professor X has left a, a message and he says, I'm taking a journey that may change our lives forever, which I think is how I should leave, like text my boyfriend. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, technically, any journey may change your life forever. So it's just like. That could just be a standard outgoing message. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cyclops says, this message was left before the mansion was destroyed. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. Was there a cool. timestamp on the mansion being destroyed? Uh, let me check the timestamp. And it says before. Great. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That we have, and I admit, it's hard, it's hard to call best line early. But one of my favorites is Cyclops asks Wolverine, Found any clues? Find any clues? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was Wolverine my favorite. Says, maybe, maybe. There's out some rubble to show a giant set of footprints. <laughs> Someone referenced Bigfoot at a certain point. Yeah, Jubilee. In, like, in that as well. Totally Bigfoot. <laughs> totally Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, and then Wolverine and Cyclops managed to have a, a disagreement about nothing, as is their want. <laughs> Wolverine says that Professor X wants to be found alive, and Cyclops says Professor X wants us to work as a team, as if these, as if these are mutually exclusive terms. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a real, you got chocolate in my peanut butter, you got peanut butter in my <laughs> chocolate situation. Let's go work as a team and find him alive. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't see a problem. And then, of course, we have the wonderful Gene line. Where's Wolverine going? And then, then even though Wolverine has just left, Cyclops decides Storm, Rogue, and Jubilee to track Wolverine. And Storm says, "We will leave at once." Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's, I, mean I, I think that's, that's Storm just being Storm, though, right? Right, but in the next scene, they're in a car. Like, Wolverine just walked off, and there, the three of them are in a car. And Storm has changed. She has yes, changed. Yes, they're in yes, their stivvies. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Storm is, is uh, as always, looking amazing. Oh, you know, yeah, Maybe radiant. there's, like, a few little mm-hmm. in-between parts, because, like, Wolverine also changed, right, into the finals, right? Not yet. Oh, my God. Not Really? Yeah, he, he changes later. He does at a certain point because I went back and noted that he also yeah. was in his civvies. Okay. He changes when he shouldn't. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah, that's true. And of course, because they're tracking him, look, there's his Jeep. Okay, so they find mm-hmm. his Jeep. They don't actually park. They just stop the car <laughs> in an empty street and get out and leave it. I'm glad you noticed that too because I was <laughs> that bothered me. Well, it was probably a manual and they just pulled the e-brake, left it in neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to get that embarrassing push start uh, because they have to pop second because, <laughs> you know, it's an older car. Maybe it's a hand-me-down. Though that they're, said, they're... if you're mm-hmm. not great at parallel parking and you've got rogue strength and you're just like, 
screw it, get out, yep. lift the thing up and place it there. <laughs> just Mentos commercial, yeah. Just Mentos it right in yeah. there, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As someone who uh, has been watched parallel parking, uh, but I have like the king of like the shimmy into the spot. Uh, yeah, I'd like, I'd like that too. And then we get that weird Jubilee internal external monologue. I hope I find him first. Me and Wolverine can take on anything, which... Okay, I know this is a little bit of a deep cut. You guys are kind of theater kids. But you know in Book of Mormon, there's that song, You and Me, But Mostly Me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wolverine is is mostly me. And Jubilee is is me in that situation. Right, yes, yes. J- Jubilee is definitely... <laughs> the guy with the unbreakable skeleton, healing factor, heightened senses... And knives in hands. Yep. <laughs> and me, and Mrs. Me. Fireworks. <laughs> even the even the fireworks in the comics, they don't make like a great sound. It's it's faff, faff. Is the sound P F A F F is the sound. No. <laughs> so then Jubilee takes matters into her own hats, approaches a group of angry construction workers. The fact that she just walks onto a construction site. Right in. (laughs) Safety be damned. And asks, Uh, what's eating the hard hats? (laughs) 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 Like, I feel like she's like the perfect narc, right? Like, like I'm an undercover cop. Hello, fellow kids. You can also tell that this is fictitious, if you hadn't guessed already, <laughs> because no way uh, Rogue approached. Oh, no, wait. Rogue wasn't there. Never mind. Cut this out. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Rogue would and, never do that. So, she didn't. <laughs> I was going to say, like, no way Facts. a bunch of construction workers would not notice Rogue and, yes. and be engaging her first. Correct. Sure, sure yes. Fair. Then, so Jubilee walks up and says this uh, says this stupid line, what's eating the hard hats? Nobody calls that out as being weird. They just <laughs> share with her that they're pissed because there's some foreign guy who's probably a mutant who's working there. We see that the hard hats are really ass hats, but not only that, they're the mm-hmm. same ass hat. And this is something that we see throughout this series, right? Uh, I think it was episode two, all the guards in the Sentinel facility were the same guard. And in this scene, Two guys were the guy with mustaches. We cut away. It's three guys with mustaches when we come back. Which so this was so there there is an animator slipping something in there for sure. It's X Men. We're talking about the classic hero mustache multiplier. Absolutely, you you have his tattoo tattoo of his symbol, right, Aaron? Which uh, absolutely, it is not what you'd think it is. Which is really, it's really weird. It's really weird that Mustache Multiplier would be making such a big deal about another mutant across mm-hmm. line. But the line was, he's a mutant scab, right? Yep. So he's like, he's yeah. like a line mm-hmm. crosser. Yeah. So really, it's maybe a- it's not the mutant part that they hate. It's a bunch of union guys who hate the fact that someone's coming in doing scab Do work on the, the site. Yeah. yeah, I gotta mm-hmm. say, like, the, when they talk about him being a scab, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, if y'all are trying to strike or something, then, all right, yeah, totally, totally valid. But then they throw in that racism, and, nah, you lost me there. Yeah, no, I, and no, I they call it. him Super Ruski and say that they hope he doesn't <laughs> malfunction. So inside the building, there's a big flash of light as he transforms. We all know who it is. 
but Jubilee doesn't. And she thinks that she's, uh, that she's found the guy. And he, you know, our guy takes down the building from the inside and Jubilee is, uh, unexpectedly scooped up by Wolverine. Yeah. Oh yeah. This one, there's three mustache guys. It comes back and there are three mustache guys where previously there had only been two mustache guys. And that was the miracle. <laughs> well, the la- the third guy was on the Union water break. So. Oh, yeah. gotcha. God. No, it was oh, yes. a guy. There were four guys originally. There were four guys the second time. One of them grew a mustache. No, in that I, think, time- I think Aaron was, was correct in saying this was the miracle. This is when Jesus multiplied the loaves and fishes and oh, mustache guys. I'm sorry. To, to not only feed the I masses, but also mm-hmm. knock down their houses. Yep. Okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, the story of St. Pauli. <laughs> <laughs> so out of the dust cloud comes our favorite Russian X-Man, Colossus, who has the great line, Aaron, you'll say it better than I will, your building is crushed. Any more today? Right? Uh, yeah, but like, all right. Uh, do I need to say it? No, you don't have to. You don't have your to. Your building is crushed. Yeah, Any more oh. today? Your building is crushed anymore today like he's very flirty with it which i love here a mutant crush building in mother country building crush Crush mutants what a country (laughs) Ah, ah. oh i love it he's also the count on the end of it Ah, (laughs) ah, ah. i'm sorry my yakov shmirnov impression is uh (laughs) spot on but So the foreman gives uh, Colossus a wad of cash. He he identifies himself as Colossus from Russia. So in case there were any concerns. In case the Drago hair wasn't enough of a clue uh, in the first place. (laughs) The angry hard hats and Jubilee are going to converge on him when Wolverine pulls Jubilee back and says, let's see how how he handles them. And poor, innocent, oblivious... Peter Rasputin says, buzz my job no good? Comrades, let us all work together. And a third of the mustache men crashes a cement truck into him. Uh, I I also want to point out that like this is the second episode in a row where Jubilee has been held back by a teammate going like, no, you stupid. See how this goes wrong before you jump in. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, she is what a fourteen-year-old girl. I mean, any fourteen-year-old in it for them to take her on mission. <laughs> yeah, she's only fourteen. That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. They made that mistake first. Yeah, well, she's an excellent lock picker, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the girl From at the orphanage orphans. taught her. Yeah. You know, so. she's got a skill set. Yeah. Um, and then we get the great Colossus line. Now you run away. What I have done wrong. And then Wolverine responds under his breath. The first thing was crushing the professor's mansion. And then so, in the, but throughout, right? Wolverine like talks about how he smelled the, the culprit at the mansion, but there's some profile. Yeah, here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I found a big mutant. It must be that one. It must be mm-hmm. that one. Wolverine jumps on Colossus, who throws Wolverine off, who likes it, because he says, <laughs> guy's got a great arm. You know, Which, game recognized game, you know? That's, that's 100% what was happening. Thus presaging mm-hmm. the immortal move, the fastball special. Oh, yeah. Well, for those who don't know, Colossus mm-hmm. throws Wolverine. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a fastball. Pretty fun move. Yeah, yeah, like a fastball. Just all right. Just holds him in the palm of his hand. I Wolverine crunches up that. really tight. Yep. There was once. Him. There was once, though. I think nice. that wasn't it. Was it She Hulk who threw Wolverine, and she told him he had like tight buns. Like she, he needed <laughs> he needed a fastball special, and Colossus wasn't around. And I think I think Jen Walters That's pinch beautiful. hit for for that. I'm missing I'm mixing my baseball <laughs> metaphors. We'll move on. Clutch move. <laughs> Colossus gets clutching, yeah. clutching that. Thanks. Colossus gets mad. You Americans are all crazy. Um, Jubilee <laughs> tries to pap him. He picks her up. Why you tried to hurt Colossus, little one? And he puts her in a construction vehicle and oh, like God. wraps He says in. little one like a yeah. million she, times. I, I also swear. Little one. I'm, I'm really appreciative one. because uh, Russian's a tough language. No idea that they all spoke in third person. <laughs> no, I mean, we're... Oh, and can we talk about Colossus's sweatbands? Can we talk about that fashion statement that, like, no matter what, he's ready to rock? <laughs> all right. I, 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 yeah, I mean, this does, though, uh, beg the question, does he sweat in his organic steel form? And no. if he does, is it mercury? Yeah. <laughs> what is, is the molten, molten iron coming out of his pores? Okay. What is it? Or is it water? And the, does he, you know, run the risk of rust? Loyal listeners, huh. tell us what you know. Put it in the comments. Get in the comments. <laughs> it, did, did he ever say what kind of metal Colossus was made out of? Organic steel. Yeah, organic steel, yeah. Organic steel. Yeah, okay. which is, I mean, nothing that, you know, but that's what they say. That is what it's they say. Organic what does the qualifier yeah. organic mean in this context? Quiet. His, his body makes <laughs> it. His body <laughs> makes on. it. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning so much. So then one of the things that blew my mind was Wolverine tries the same move. He does yeah. exactly the same thing. Lands on Colossus's shoulders, and then Colossus says, I don't know any mansion is a mistake. And Wolverine smells him and says, you know, you're right. And then uh, and then somebody's cell phone rings. <laughs> is it Jubilee's? The big chunky. Is it a walkie-talkie or a cell phone? It's a cell phone. Well, it's weird phone. if your walkie-talkie rings. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> well, it didn't ring, right? Rogue just says, come to the bank. It's being robbed by someone big. <laughs> But also remember, like, what year this is, too, like, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, what cell phone sizes were. So, yeah, it looks like a gigantic walkie-talkie, but. Yes. Where are we? 1991? Yeah. Two? Yeah, 1991, yeah. yeah. Is it okay. seven? It's a, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a, it went from 92 to 97. So I think 97 oh. is where, like, they're, gotcha. they're picking up. But then, like, they all peg Colossus as having been the guy. He's like, I was just opening a bank account. He was account, just there. But he was, you were yeah. just here. How did <laughs> Rogue call you? <laughs> and, but this this time, this loop, though, is what Aaron called out earlier because it's when Wolverine changed. Yeah. The, the second, like, Wolverine's just it lost is. a little bit of a fight to Colossus. They know they haven't found their bad guy yet. Then Wolverine's in a in a yellow flannel. Yep. Was he's there in the civvies. is there a deleted scene? Maybe is there, there? Yeah, he stopped at a bar. You know. No. Yep. Stopped at a bar for a drink. I lost mm -hmm. a fight, Jubilee. Yeah. He's got to knock a few back. And one of the things I also had questions about was the police are carrying Colossus away in metal form. 
And if I recall correctly, isn't he like 600, 700 pounds in metal form? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's heavy. Like super I mean, heavy. Yeah. And like they they showed him getting bigger as he transforms <laughs> into Colossus. And then later when he transforms into Colossus, they don't? Same size. Yeah. They had this issue with the Sentinels too. I think it's something about the physics and this reality. Mm. Right. And then Wolverine yes. has the line, guys always in the wrong place at the wrong time. But like, is he? Because like Wolverine attacked him not the last time. <laughs> So it doesn't seem like he was necessarily in the wrong place at the wrong time. And then we then we get Rogue's intentions, right? So oh, yeah. it's a shame locking up yeah, a tall, do. handsome hunk of mutant like that. Oh, yeah. that Yeah. Yeah. What were yeah, you Yeah, man. Saying? Rogue. Phew, gosh, I felt it. Yes. Pulsing through the screen. <laughs> the sexual uh, tension. The desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite images from this episode, sad Colossus in the paddy wagon. <laughs> Which, by the way, that is my favorite Fallout Boy song. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Whenever I'm feeling just a little down, I just play that and still feel down. But at least I feel like someone gets it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bought my head a little. So then Rogue, they decide to split up, right? Storm and Rogue head to the police station to, quote unquote, play welcome wagon to Mr. Tall, Dark, and Russian. And Wolverine's got the scent of the real culprit. Outside the police station, Storm war- ro- uh, warns Rogue, no scenes. So clearly, <laughs> clearly some things have uh, transpired in the past. And she de- she describes what's going to happen as, quote, just some down-home charm, unquote. Cue Which... the sexy saxophone. There kind of was a little bit of a sexy soundtrack to this scene, though, wasn't there? There, there was. was like... I was like, oh yeah, thirsty rogue is the best rogue. A hundred percent. So we get we get this exchange. I, oh, sorry, Michael, go ahead. Uh, no, oh, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, <laughs> I just got like rogue flirting with me in that southern voice with vocal fry. Like, I don't blame this cop. She she tricks. It would have worked on me. Like, it would have worked on me. Sugar. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm married. It would not have worked on me. Uh, uh, I was taking for, notes for a while. Like, then right, it would have worked me. on me. Yeah. I would have come around. <laughs> I also would have been taken aback because Rogue really does have a body that doesn't stop. Also, in the next episode, there's apparently a pocket large enough for a large travel guide. I have questions. So, okay, so she has this exchange. Okay. <laughs> no, because like it seems like there's there's. There's no room for the imagination, Space. but there is. There is. There's a little room for some imagination. It's a paperback. Exactly. So we, we get the exchange. You look a little weary, honey. Been a long shift. And then we get the horny police officer. It was till you showed up. She says, it's a tad chilly in here, don't you think? And removes her glove. And he says, it's like they say, cold hands. Yeah. So so she just, she just knocks him out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knocks himself out by touching her without consent. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to everyone listening. That's That will happen that, to you. That was the lesson of this scene. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't Rogue also have the responsibility to, you know, tell him what would happen if he touches her? Okay, Michael, and guns don't kill people. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, what? What, what is what is this cop about, though? Right? Like, he's on duty. 
strange woman in strange outfit. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Crazy Hot shows up, is like, puts her hand across, and he's like into it. So I just. You're well, right. When a bad bunny ex- rolls in, they don't say no. Yeah. <laughs> How could you? No, I think mm-hmm. Sarah's right. This is the very first time a cop has done something unethical while on the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm appalled. I don't know. I mean, he he pretty he was pretty slick with her right back. So I do do knew uh, exactly what to do and what to say. That's true. He there was no stuttering. There was no who me nothing. No who oh me me. Uh, Rogue <laughs> then goes on to steal his jumbo policeman key ring, and Storm takes <laughs> out the cameras after they've already begun their break. Yeah, better sure. late than never. Yeah, I mean, you know. And when you say don't make a scene, I feel like destroying cameras with lightning bolts is kind of the very definition of a scene. I will say that mm, I think that point. Storm lacks in some self awareness, so I think that's <laughs> a that's a fair comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know Colossus is talking to someone. A familiar voice responds after stealing the keys. Rogue apparently uses the wrong one. And instead of trying a second one, takes the door off its hinges. <laughs> I mean, okay. when you're in a hurry. Yeah. yeah. And you, and you can. This is one of the tools in your toolbox. You yeah. Mm-hmm. As my grandfather would have said, smoke them if you got them. So she had them. <laughs> she smoked them. Your grandpa was a major pothead. Yeah. No, no, no. Apparently, that's what they said in uh, in World War II when they were like, no. you were oh, like, yeah. you were like on base, and it's like you, you were on a break. Lots of weed. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> World no, War II was said a same super thing. chill time. <laughs> that's what it's known as. It's known for yeah. its chillness. <laughs> that's yep, a hundred percent. World War Chill is the that's what those. <laughs> That's what it's known. An ironic for. title. And that's what the that's what the two is for is for the two L's in chill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh, makes much more sense. And then we get Colossus. Who are you? And the wonderful line right from our buddy, our long missing, long suffering yes. buddy Beast, Angels of Mercy, my friend. <laughs> Why was Beast in prison? Good question. Uh, he was still waiting for his day in court. That's right, correct. but this is like a holding From... pen kind of place. It's not the yeah. same thing that you, not like a prison where you put people awaiting trial, right? Yeah. How? When did he get arrested? Uh, like and episode two, I think. Episode two what and three. Did he do? For breaking and entering into the Sentinels facility. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he has what I find interesting because I looked it up, and the reason Beast was in prison for pretty much like the entire first season was because the producers uh-huh. told the writers that make Gene and Beast secondary characters, we think they're less interesting to the core audience. Uh, mm. But the writers enjoyed writing Beast because he was just you know, they had they got to have fun with him, and so they're like, oh, we got to keep him around somewhere, but we got to keep on delaying bringing him into the plot so they had to keep on like like yep i guess he's still waiting for his day in court he like slowly but surely his way through the classics yeah civil disobedience (laughs) as the case may be uh you know eventually eventually the producers caught on but it's just so it's just so funny how like how dumb stuff happens on screen because behind the scenes like producers are making Mm. just i don't know Silly choice. Bonehead decisions. Yeah, bonehead mm-hmm. decisions. That's all we can say. That's all we can call it. Interesting. Uh, so then we get the the great introduction. Uh, by the way, our oversized Slavic friend is called Colossus. 
I'm going to tell you as a person with Slavic heritage, that is a totally different group of people. Russians, <laughs> yeah. Russians are not Slavs. Beast, I love you. But those are two very different groups of people. <laughs> we are Understood. victims of Russian imperialism. Yeah. And of all the ones to know that, it should be Beast, it should right? Be beast. You'd expect Beast to know. <laughs> And then, I mean, this was how many years after the fall of the wall? I mean, there's a lot that went happened right then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. So then it says, so then they ask Kira to join the jailbreak beast, and uh, we get one of my favorite lines: "Thanks, no, but come back during normal visiting hours, and we can catch up on gossip." I don't think they will. And tell Jean, thank you for the cookies. (laughs) That was it. I don't know if they will, though, because it's like, we just helped jailbreak a guy across the hall from you. Oh, and now we're here to just visit you. Uh, not happening. Yeah, yeah. Also, the way it was shot, it seemed like at first, like, Beast was his cellmate. And then yeah. they, they changed it. So it's like, yeah. oh, actually, he's fairly far away and behind a wall. <laughs> that got me, too. Yep. And at first, so then the alarm goes off. Colossus at first isn't going to go because it's not allowed. Okay. And Beast is like, no, you should totally go. And here come and the mustaches. Of, well, it's, it's, some of that conversation was also in Russian. Uh, and I appreciated mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that they had some subtitles. Yeah. Um, just to see if it was actual Russian or just gibberish. Because mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I mean, that's um. fair. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I I assume Beast speaks Russian in that universe, hundred percent. Oh um, yeah. But I just wonder if they like shortcutted that at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out. Russian friends, Russian listeners, Russian speaking listeners, get put in the, in the comments. Please, please. Get down below. Then we get some awkward <laughs> flirting between Rogue and Colossus. Right, dear, dear, no back door. I, <laughs> which isn't fair because I thought Colossus had an ass. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it took me a second to get that one. And then he says, now there's a back door. I love, I love their flirting. I love, I love the, uh, the, the chemistry between Rogue and Colossus. The mm. chemistry is palpable and age appropriate because mm-hmm. as we all know oh, yeah. in the comics, yes. Colossus is going after Kitty Pride, who's like. Uh, to be fair, Kitty Pride's going after Colossus. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay. But he. But he was of age and she was not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. So I'm shipping Rogue and Colossus. They do get together in the comics. Get behind that. Good. Good. Oh, Rogue and Colossus do? Good. Yeah, they do. It's during like a period where, to be honest, the comics sucked, but uh, Uh they but they were doing it. They needed something. Oh, fun. Yeah. Good Uh, for them. Good for them. Good for them. I love that Rogue at this point when Colossus breaks through a wall says. I love when he does that. <laughs> she has never seen this man in her life before. Correct. You know what, though? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, she's got her Captain Marvel powers. Maybe Captain Marvel saw and still like a little bit of mixing around in her head. Maybe. Right? Mm, and so she I like thinks that. she's seen him do it before. Who mm. knows? So then uh, the guard, the guards, the mustaches that are chasing them slip up because uh, Storm Storm makes some ice. Whoa-oh. So we get a little bit of, of you know, banana peel fall-ish. Uh-huh. Comedy. Part. Beautiful. And then finally, finally, over halfway through this episode, we meet the unstoppable juggernaut. 
So I, in my notes, I put juggernaut. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we can end the podcast there. They're pretty much. They're pretty much it's like, but he has such a weird egg head with the helmet on. I have questions about that. Is, Fair. What? How? Why I mean, does the gem like, of <laughs> It's just so wide. It's very odd. A lot of him. He's a he's a thick boy. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't hit him on With the side of the C's. head. You can't hit him on the side of the head. You normally could, right? Because he. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's all like it's flush. definitely a speed bump. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, I just noticed, you know, Sarah, the way you pronounced, you know, the crimson gem, right? Yeah. There's like, a, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> the wrong way, clearly. No, I, no. In, my, in my head, I say Sidorak. Right. That's what I like to say. I've heard uh, Sidorak. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think I there's think like Shitterack. Shit, Shitterack. <laughs> there is that. Um, uh, How do you spell then, it? Uh, Sitterack. Yeah, Sitterack. Yeah, good luck spelling it. C y t t o r a k. There is like one video of like Stan Lee on set behind the scenes of like one of the recent one, not recent anymore now Marvel movies. Uh, like, and he says the word. I I have to dig up which one he says. Uh, I mean, granted, of course, you know, uh, Steve Ditko probably came up with it, but, uh, uh, you know, Stanley is as close as we can get to an authority on how to pronounce it. So I don't know. I think they're all correct. So, you know, don't I'm just saying it's a thing. It's a contention contention point among among fans. About which I just one heard it on Natalie's phone. Sidorak. <laughs> so I have how to pronounce dot com pulled up. <laughs> I don't trust. <laughs> what do they define Sidorak? And there are as? three different pronunciations, and they all say Sidorak. Okay. All right. All right. That's according well, to the Schlugel. Well, yes, my rant is worthless. <laughs> Friends, get at us in the comments. We like a good a good comments brawl. How do you pronounce Sidorak? <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. What if you have a lisp? So uh, Juggernaut's at another bank, because uh, that's how he does. He yeah, pulls yeah. the door of the vault off by the lock and throws it at the hostages and starts piling in some money that doesn't look like legal American tender, but that's fine. It's fine. It changes mm-hmm. color later. Uh, I love <laughs> that that's true. The, the Juggernaut <laughs> grabs the lock like he's about to pick it. <laughs> yeah. And then just... No, Sick. like like knife through butter. Girl <laughs> at the orphanage taught me this. <laughs> <laughs> also, gotta say, uh, Juggernaut. It's a pretty solid puns coming from. Oh, yeah. uh, our There's big boy this episode. Great, I wrote down my favorite one. I did. Excellent. When we get to it's it, coming please, up. please mm-hmm. call it out. So Wolverine's like on the roof across the street. Uh, he's calling for Rogan Storm. Jubilee comes and says, he's in there, isn't he? And, and I'm just like, where have you been? <laughs> just tooling and around in the Jeep for a while. <laughs> then, then she also asks, who's that? And he's just so Wolverine can say, the juggernaut. And then I wonder how, how, does, does, how, does, how does he know? Yeah. Well, it seems like he knows like he is tangled with juggernaut before juggernaut seemed to recognize okay the x-men mm-hmm. uh not jubilee because she's brand new brand new fresh off but, the line yeah we're about to hear that uh juggernaut might have some uh, familial ties with the team oh yes. what 
so apparently the local police, which in this apparently small town, was able to scramble a tank really quick. Yeah. And- <laughs> I mean, now in tw- 2022, I believe that. Yes. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Police budgeting what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 1991, I've been like, no way. Today, I'm like, yeah, totes. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So then we get uh, sticks and stones will break my bones, but tanks will never hurt me, which I still remember from the early days. Which is like, why, why, why? (laughs) Why? He was saving that one. He was saving that one. Yeah. He's trying out new material. In the mirror. He's trying out new material in this episode. And that one, not one of the keepers. But. It was weird when he did pull out a stack of index cards and riffled through them. (laughs) Wait, I got one. I got a good one. Hold on. My favorite favorite line from the Juggernaut. Tanks for the memories. Ah, All right. My favorite line from the Juggernaut this episode was when he just kind of stood back and forth and just goes like, all right, what else? else?" (laughs) (laughs) Am I getting the light? Am I getting the light? (laughs) Is the boom in the shot? I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. Anyway, I've been the Juggernaut. You've been a great crowd. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, So Wolverine and Jubilee slide down a gutter like three stories (laughs) to face him, right? Effortlessly. Effortlessly. Mm -hmm. And Wolverine has an idea, which is to slice open the bags from behind. And uh, that that works out. Jubilee breaks. It's like the comedic tiptoeing up to it. Yeah. And then the, the just silent slice. <laughs> and then the falling of the cash. And then there's this weird cash grab that happens. Yeah. And she hands it to other people. I was very confused. Oh, she like, brings it back to the bank. And she yeah. tells Ever them. But then they're very much the like, hey, free money. Yeah. Jubilee. <laughs> I'm like that money is insured. Let it, yeah. let it go. <laughs> this kid does not Amen. understand bank Mm-mm. and juggernaut. Mm-mm. So I was able to rationalize it as the 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 bags are so light to juggernaut that okay. the absence of the money like doesn't make a difference. Like it's all nothing. Thank you. Him. That was bothering me. It's I, all I nothing to yeah. him. But mm-hmm. he really doesn't notice until Wolverine comes in with a sick burn, which is <laughs> a fool and his money are soon parted. That chestnut. Mm. <laughs> which also, it's got to suck a little bit for Wolverine because you know he was telling him for a little bit going like, when's he going to notice? <laughs> is he oh, looking I guess at me? I gotta guess tell I gotta him. say something. Yeah. Yeah. Jubilee, is he looking at mm. me? Is he looking now? Is he looking at me? <laughs> All right, say, just nod when I go. All right, nod. Was that a nod? Uh, is that? Oh. Then Juggernaut, you're right. Juggernaut does, does recognize him. He says, where's Xavier? I did some banking to get his attention, which I actually liked. I liked like At least, that. I, yeah, it gives us a bit of a yeah motivation to what's going on here, too, instead of just like, mm-hmm. you know, what, yeah, what does Juggernaut need to rob a bank for? It's like, oh, okay. I also really love when Jubilee goes in. He says, what's she going to do? Hit me with her diaper? <laughs> <laughs> Which is not bad. Not bad. Yeah. No, not bad. Not bad at all. Jubilee comes back with overgrown trash can. And uh, <laughs> meh, meh, meh. and Juggernaut shakes Jubilee off a building, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, and then puts mm. the building back, which is more than we could say for some of the X Men you know, later in the fight yeah. scene. That's mm. very true. That's very true. Respectful Juggernaut. Well, I'm just saying he he's stealing money, which is insured, so it's like a victimless crime. You know. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. You know, uh, he puts the buildings back that he's like shaken and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 
So is he just misunderstood? I'm just mm. saying. I'm just saying. Maybe mm. there could have been an easier way to resolve the problem. He's clearly, you know, doing things in in a way that is, uh, you know, not not really causing as much destruction. The destruction happens during the fight scene. Yeah, he's more just mm-hmm. lashing out than anything. Yeah, just for attention. Do you think it's like the kid like shaking the present so hard it breaks and then he like puts it back like it's fine. I, I think it's more like. Uh, Tell him more like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Oh, <laughs> and the banks are all puppies. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This metaphor got away from me. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Then we have the confrontation we've all been waiting for. Colossus comes in with, "You robbed a bank and let me take the blame. How could you do that to a fellow mutant?" Thus setting up the exposition. I'm not a mutant. My powers are magical. That's right. Yeah, I had questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, then it was Juggernaut versus Colossus on car throwing, and yeah. uh, which made me ask, where's Sabretooth? Because we know from previous episodes that Sabretooth loves to throw a car. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in that first in the first episode, like in the first minute, he just tosses a car, yep. and we never see him do it ever again. Yeah. Oh, then we have the great the great line with the, with the tank. Does anyone want to take it? <laughs> yes, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep, nailed it. Nailed it, nailed it. But actually, uh, Natalie, you brought up something. So for anybody who's listening who hasn't met the Juggernaut before, how did this happen? If I recall, uh, did Juggernaut fight in Vietnam or Korea? Um, I'm going to say it's probably one of those um, undefined conflicts in a rainforest area sometime in the sliding timescale past. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. (laughs) And so I I remember he ends up uh, stumbling into a cave home to the gem of Sidorak that like chooses him as its avatar. Yeah. It's avatar. Yeah. 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 Mm. I think like an avatar, like Sidorak is all about what? Destruction. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a bunch yeah. of other similar avatars with similar gems and, you know, that also have powers okay. that fall in line with whatever the, uh, you know, eldritch god they're attached to is. Is all about. Yeah. Hot, hot tip. Uh, in the future, Colossus is also going to be a juggernaut in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> is, he, is he still sweet? No, not when, not when he's a juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, for the Damn most, uh, partially he is, but like, yeah, the anger gets the better of you. I mean, it's he still true. apologizes after he you know, <laughs> yeah. knocks down. Oh, but but you guys okay. just don't know him like I do. Trust <laughs> me, he's a really great guy. You just make Colossus so angry sometimes. <laughs> So, okay, so in the middle of the battle scene, the other X-Men show up. Suddenly Cyclops is there. Storm uses her powers to lift up a building and drop it on him, right? Yeah. She's doing more damage. How did she know no one was in the building? Like, right? It was middle of the day. It's a business district. Was it? I don't know. Lunchtime, maybe? Yeah. Everybody's out out at just salad. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was highly irresponsible of Storm. That's all. That's that's all I You're can not say. Wrong. She's been in a box, Michael. She's working out. Some <laughs> yeah. stuff. this is true. This this was fairly recently that she was dealing with a lot of demons in that box. Oof. Then we yeah. get the great uh, Cyclops line. I have an idea, but it'll take all of us working together for a change. Yeah, and looks right at Wolverine. <laughs> Barrels down Wolverine with that. 
Wolverine, uh, what? What? You looking at me? What? <laughs> <laughs> we get the juggernaut line, baby cuddles again. He's really taking it to Jubilee, I gotta say. But he has a uh, a line that doesn't make a lot of sense. What is this? Tag team? And it is. It is tag team. <laughs> like that's exactly what that is. Everyone you works it, together. Sir. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get like I don't know if that was a joke or an honest question. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Maybe he was asking. Like, wait, you know, is this tag team? <laughs> I didn't bring a partner. This is unfair now. Yeah, and, you I should have brought every... Black Tom, my BF, my plant-based BFF. Every stand-up is always, you know, they, they're always riffing, doing a little ad-libs, see yeah. what, you know, material works. Like, tag team, is this anything? Is this it? No? <laughs> All right. Trying out new catchphrases. <laughs> Trying it out. <laughs> So they all worked together as Cyclops had foretold, had had asked desperately. Uh, Rogue gets uh, Juggernaut's helmet off. Storm pulls off her ice slipping bit again. And Rogue absorbs his powers and loses her GD mind. Or not his powers, but like his energy, right? Before we we go on with with all that, so... So the plan involves, yeah, getting the helmet off so that Rogue can take her gloves off and absorb his powers through his bare skin mm-hmm. on his face. But he's also got bare skin on his arms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are other targets, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. just saying. <laughs> but it does set up uh, Jean Grey very nicely. Sure. I guess I guess my plan uh, just doesn't involve yeah. all of us working together like Cyclops <laughs> said. My plan I is do. a bit more... <laughs> The minimum number of us working together <laughs> yeah. for our guaranteed success. I think Cyclops watched this whole fight going on, going like, I'll make that guy work as a team. <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> Off screen is him uh, like begging Jean, please just go with this. <laughs> and she's like, only if I can wear my portable Cerebro. And he's like, yes. fine. So Jean lowers in with portable Cerebro. Uh, she uses it, and then of course she faints, which she so frequently does. And we get the great and uh, Jean line. Ah! <laughs> it's it's. I mean, this is just science. Every time a woman uses superpower, <laughs> big woman faint. X Men has established <laughs> this. It's you know what it is. It is an alarming trend. Um, mm-hmm. Storm did it with the dam. Here we are, Jean. I mean, does this keep happening? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it probably does. It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. Is okay. there is there like a Bob Marley variation, like like no powers, no faint, like that sort of thing? <laughs> mm. TBD. TBD. <laughs> so uh, this, so but we learn a lot about the Juggernaut from Rogues um, absorbing yes. some of him, right? She starts screaming, "They love my brother, not me," thus foreshadowing the familial connection that we've already talked about, right? So my notes just say all caps, brother, question marks, and then what? what? Question marks. <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that? H-W-A-T. Okay. Oh, yeah, that um, makes sense. Natalie, do you have any predictions on who this fl- familial tie might be? Um, I, I mean, judging by the the... the parallel pissant factor i'm gonna go with wolverine but that makes no sense um so i'm i'm just spitballing um mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll go with wolverine just because he makes me angry because he's always such a pissant so he deserves to have so just genetically brother, predisposed so. to be pissants <laughs> yeah that's of, pretty much it yeah a bunch of uh, little dicks together yeah, yeah. 
Can we reveal? I yeah, do do, yeah. do the reveal, Aaron. Or do, is it revealed like later in the show? In the, in the in the show, is it like a big old <gasps> moment, or is it just kind of like? I mean, that's up assumed. to you. That's yeah. up to okay. you. I feel like people um, listening to this podcast probably know what the spoiler is. Yeah, because they know what the X Men are, I'm and they're the all yelling at us here. through their yeah, absolutely. Podcast. Who like, is this DC turd us. in here? Yeah, just tell no. the woman. <laughs> so no, it's... don't tell me. Don't oh, tell me. Right. I want to. I want to live. I want to live <laughs> the show in real time. I'm excited. And for learn you. it. I'm yeah, excited. we all know. We all know that it's it's uh, Juggernaut too. Do you want me to unplug? It's, I'm just gonna. It's another guy named Juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big, big, I'm putting my big, headphones back in. It's now. Big Brother Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut. Yes. Juggernaut's. Uh, uh, emotionally self-aware brother hugger not. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> he's smaller but has bigger arms and a bigger but heart. His, Have he, we met him yet? Was smaller. he on the island too? Okay. <laughs> he, he's smaller but he makes you feel bigger. Aww. <laughs> you know, head cannon, hugger not is now the uh, pink head green jumpsuit guy. Hugger not. Yeah. I love it. From, uh, I love like it. from the slave island. I decided okay. that because I do not like that gargoyle answer. I don't okay. like it. <laughs> You're like, I'm not accepted. Not accepted. Uh, so Rogue fortunately expects, uh, expends her powers, uh, falls out of the sky, and is caught as she has long dreamed by Colossus. You know, that's that's kind of an interesting moment to me because like, that's the first time I think like the energy Rogue has absorbed has expelled itself. Like mm-hmm. Usually it just wears off after a little while. Or something, yeah. you know. And this but, is the first time that it, like, the energy was like so strong. It's just like, no, I'm getting out of here. Well, but we covered earlier, right? That because even when she's <laughs> siphoning it, Juggernaut's like, oh, you're finding out what happens when someone tries to siphon my energy. So and oh, it gets yeah, called yeah. out that like this is going to be different. Oh yes, yeah. Because mm. it's magic. Because it's magic. <laughs> That's right. And then we get you, American girls, strange girls, uh, from Colossus. <laughs> So flirty, right? Uh, Jug- Juggernaut has amnesia thanks to uh, Jean Grey's hypnotic Jean. suggestion. Mm-hmm. Which, ethical? No, no, I don't think so. But the professor does it literally all the time. So. That doesn't make, make it No, that doesn't no, it make, doesn't it make ethical, it right. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Professor Xavier, not the most ethical guy. <laughs> Certainly trying, but. Fair. Very fair. And then mm-hmm. we get the, a little closure on Wolverine v. Cyclops when he says, uh, maybe there's something to that wimpy teamwork garbage of yours after all. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> backhanded. It is, very. They go. Right. They start rebuilding the house. Colossus is super helpful. They invite him to stay, but he can't. Does anyone remember why? He's got to go find his sister. And? Maybe see some more of America. Exactly. <laughs> so he's got to go find Little Snowflake, Ilyana Rasputin. Ilyana, yeah, man. The one thing K. I remember from the old cartoon is just how he says Ilyana all the time. It's, it's just <laughs> always just drags it all at Ilyana. <laughs> Fantastic. I really, I really hope he gets to see more of America. What What would we recommend Colossus goes to see? I would say like a, like the American West, go see the Grand Canyon. That oh, might man, you got to go to New Orleans, That man. was my first thought. Honestly, I would never recommend this to anyone, but I think Colossus would get a kick out of Times Square. Yeah. That's mm. true, especially at night when mm-hmm. it's all reflecting off of him. He's going to mm-hmm. look cool. I think he should go to St. Louis and see the arch. 
See sure. the get yeah, some barbecue you know. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Best of luck a, to you, Colossus. I mean, <laughs> yes. Send us a postcard. <laughs> There's a lot of neat stuff in this country. I, you know, I, I hope he has a good time. I yeah, like I, I'm imagining him like sightseeing a lot and be like, "Oh yes, my sister." <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, just like taking pictures. You know, at like the Grand Canyon, taking pictures at like, you know, the Rocky Ileana Mountains. Ileana would love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eating a bowl of chowder in San Francisco, like, oh, right. oh. my sister. See, I imagine like that scene in um, The Muppets Take Manhattan where they're like just yelling for Kermit in front of all of these uh, landmarks in New landmarks? York City. You know, yes. and so he's just like, Ileana. Like, it's like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I turn into steel. Yeah, you four turn to stone. Have you seen my sister? <laughs> Big stone heads. Ah. I turn to steel. You turn to stone. We are not the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, I can't more about my sister than you. So let's uh, uh, let's wrap this up. Who who won an Oscar this episode? Would you say? Oof. I'd give it to Rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yeah. takes us on a mm-hmm. journey. She seduces us. She yeah. loses her mind for a moment. Uh, yeah. All of it. Yeah. We get the full, full range. agree. She plays all the mm-hmm. keys on the piano. Made yeah. me feel mm-hmm. everything. Yes. MVP? MVP of the episode? <sighs> Maybe Colossus. Colossus. Colossus builds a mansion at the end of the episode. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go see America and find my lost sister, but real quick, I've got an afternoon. I'm going to rebuild your <laughs> yes. fucking house. Mm-hmm. What a good guy. It's what true. a yeah. good, good guy. He he's he learned good morals on the Ust Ordansky uh, Farm Agricultural Collective. See, that's, that's somewhere. In wow. There. I know. I know. It's wow. in there. Uh, anyway, this is why I love you. Thank you, friend. I love you, too. And I think we all know what the best line is, right? Well, I have a personal favorite. What's, oh, yeah. what's yours? My oh, personal favorite you. is Rogue. My personal favorite is Rogue going, it's a shame locking up a big hunk of mutant like that. That's <laughs> yeah. my personal favorite line. <laughs> Good choice. That I just was... got to the core of her character so deeply. I just appreciated that. Very Yeah, fair. if I was to tag myself in the episode, it would be Rogue. Just, just for the listening. <laughs> <lines. laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Any other line nominations? The find any clues. Find any clues. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, good choice. That was beautiful. And the animation choice after that of <laughs> just cleanly picking up something and there underneath it are these Bigfoot prints. Yeah, mm-hmm. this foot-sized thing <laughs> that he stepped directly in the middle of. Good stuff. That was the unstoppable juggernaut. Friends, this has been another episode of Gino and X-Men, the animated series podcast. And we will see you next time. My sister. Thank you. Gene, no! An X-Men, the animated series podcast. 